0: The debate among police organizations about the existence of systemic racism is complicated. While there's been much talk about racism in policing since George Floyd was killed in 2020 by Minneapolis police, there's still pushback from across the thin blue line. The debate in Vancouver has shown where these divisions lie. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10 3. Vancouver Sun columnist Dan Famano joins me to discuss the complaint made by a longtime officer alleging systemic racism in the force, how the VPD has reacted, and how the debate dating back to last year has put the chief at odds with Vancouver's mayor. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, We're even on Amazon Music now. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. So Dan, over the last couple of years, and definitely with more intensity in the last 18 months, there's been a lot of discussions in Canada around the idea of systemic racism in policing. And, you know, as cities have had conversations around this issue, especially in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, what has the discussion been like in Vancouver?
1: Well, I think in Vancouver, like a lot of other places, there were, um, lots of anti-racism demonstrations and rallies and protests and stuff in the wake of uh, the killing of George Floyd. There was a lot of discussion last summer here after he was murdered by police in Minneapolis. And at that time in June of last year, uh, the chief of police here in Vancouver, Adam Palmer was also the president of the Canadian association of chiefs of police. Mm-hmm. So the association issued a statement signed by Palmer that you know condemned the killing of George Floyd and, They clearly said they wanted to see the officers involved held accountable and, um, you know, condemning racism and all its forms and that kind of thing. So they came out pretty strongly saying that they wanted to see the officers held accountable.
0: What about the focus on Vancouver police as an entity? Obviously, the association comes out and says that we want to combat racism, we condemn these killings, but there's been a discussion around the idea of policing in itself being an inherently racist structure, racist, organization. What has the chief said about systemic racism within the Vancouver police department? And we're talking about a police department that, you know, in terms of per capita officers to people, it's number two among Canada's big cities behind Montreal. So we're talking about a fairly sizable police force in one of Canada's three biggest cities. What has the chief talked about in terms of his own force and the idea that, you know, it's a racist organization?
1: Yeah, I mean, at that time, last summer of 2020, as you recall, there was lots of discussions going on around North America and beyond, you know, about whether or not systemic racism existed in policing and how that manifested itself. But around that time in June of 2020, sort of within, uh, I guess, a couple of weeks after George Floyd's murder, I had an interview with Chief Palmer, the chief of police here in Vancouver, and I just kind of put the question to him, you know, do you believe that systemic racism is an issue in either the Vancouver Police Department or policing in Canada? And he was unequivocal. He said, no. At that time, there were other police leaders making statements about systemic racism. The head of the RCMP, Brenda Lucky, had initially said she was kind of struggling with the definition of systemic racism. And then she came out a day or two later with a statement clarifying that she is aware that systemic racism exists in all police agencies, including the RCMP, and it's something they want to try to do better. Uh, But when I was speaking with them, Chief Palmer said, He's not going to be one of those police leaders who says he believes systemic racism is an issue in policing because he does not believe systemic racism does exist in policing, including the Vancouver Police Department. And he actually said to me that the suggestion that some people had made that there is systemic racism, he said he found that suggestion offensive, not only wrong, but it's offensive. So he came out you know, quite unequivocally and stated his position, which was contrary to the positions of some other police leaders in the country.
0: Mm -hmm. And I imagine that probably put him at odds with some people in Vancouver. Oh yeah. You look at Vancouver as kind of being this progressive West Coast city, not unlike its sister cities to the South, Portland and Seattle. Like it has a different feel than other cities in Canada may have. And particularly politically, you have one of Canada's most well-known progressive mayors, former NDP, Kennedy Stewart. What was his stance in the wake of George Floyd's death and in the wake of these comments from Vancouver's chief?
1: So yeah, within hours or certainly less than a day that the the story where I quoted Chief Palmer denying the existence of systemic racism saying it did not exist in policing very soon after that went online I heard from the mayor's office because I'd been in touch with them earlier about some of these issues as well and I heard from the mayor he wanted to make a very clear statement that he does believe that systemic racism exists in all of our institutions including the police including city hall including you know all of our major institutions so the mayor wanted to be on the record clearly quickly stating his belief that systemic racism was still an issue and sort of needed to be combated. So yeah, the mayor wanted to stake his position pretty quickly.
0: It's been 18 months of a pandemic, almost 18 months since George Floyd's killing. And so we've been having this discussion for a while and we're seeing institutions and organizations looking to make change, looking to address issues around racism. What has happened in Vancouver Since June of 2020?
1: Over the last 18 months, there's been lots of debates around defunding the police. You know, people that's kind of been a bit of a rallying cry. And there have been debates here in Vancouver about the police budget. Mm -hmm. The police department is the single biggest line item in the city's budget. I think it's more than 20% of the city's overall budget. And there was a debate around this year's police budget. The VPD had requested a certain amount of increase. Uh, the police board had uh, supported that increase but council ended up they didn't cut the budget but they approved a smaller increase than what the department and the board were seeking and it was a pretty contentious thing at the time i mean different counselors took different positions on it and there have been other just debates about police governance like police oversight Mm -hmm. the way it works in bc is and i'm not sure about other provinces really but the mayor is the chair of the police board. So the police board is the employer and the governing body of the police department. And most of the people on the police board are civilians who are appointed by the province. And then the mayor is just by uh, statute is the the chair of the board. So Kennedy Stewart, as the current mayor and the chair of the board, you know, he said, as you say, you know, he's a well-known progressive mayor. He's a former NDP member of parliament. And he said he gets along with the chief Palmer in a lot of ways. And they have a lot of conversations about operational issues. They get along about a lot of things. It's worth noting that Chief Palmer is also quite progressive in a lot of ways. And so is the police department in terms of their approach to treating drug use as a public health issue as opposed to a criminal matter. They've sort of tried to pioneer that. But for whatever reason, Palmer's statements about systemic racism have really been kind of at odds with the mayor's statements about systemic racism. That has kind of been the backdrop of a lot of the debates that have happened over the last year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: between the two. And then the mayor actually um, was the subject of a complaint. A longtime member of the Vancouver Police Department filed a complaint to the police board, basically saying that the mayor, making public statements about systemic racism existing in policing, by doing that, the mayor had created a toxic work environment at the police department. And I spoke with the head of the police union at, at that time, and he said that, you know, that complaint from this sergeant, who was also director of the union, Uh, That complaint really represented the feeling of a lot of the members of the police department who were very angry at the mayor for, they felt, according to the union head, they felt the mayor had unfairly kind of tarnished the department as a bunch of racists. The mayor has tried to say that acknowledging the existence of systemic racism doesn't mean that individual people in that organization are racists. It means that the way the system is set up, there's sort of racial biases embedded into the institution. So. There's been a lot of these debates going back and forth. And, you know, a lot of people have really applauded Chief Palmer for the position he's taken. I've spoken with a number of current and former police people who have really um, applauded the chief for sort of standing up against what they see as an unfair idea in the media and public discourse about systemic racism existing in police today. So Mm Palmer has been really applauded by some folks for taking that stand and criticized by others.
0: I did want to get to that because that's interesting that there's this divide within policing, even because, as you say, the, the police union, the chief, and and many rank and file officers are of the belief that the police force as a whole is not a racist organization. And as you said earlier, the Palmer is the head of the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police. He no longer is, but at, at the time, it came out in denouncing racism in all its forms and all that. But at the same time, you have officers within the VPD who feel the opposite, who feel that they're not doing enough. And and that was the subject of a column of yours this week in which you received documents under access to information relating to this issue. What was it that you got your hands on?
1: Yeah. So I had heard that an officer had filed a complaint about systemic racism inside the department We filed a Freedom of Information request and got a copy of the complaint. It was redacted. Big parts of it were blacked out. Hmm. But you can see that the substance of it. Basically, you've got an officer who's a a longtime veteran officer. He's been with the department for about 30 years. He's complaining to the board. He wrote to the board late last year. So December of last year. So about six months after, um, you know, Chief Palmer and the mayor had had their public statements at odds about systemic racism. So he was writing to the board saying systemic racism is a problem in the VPD. He was talking about it, at least in the unredacted portion of the complaint that I've seen, largely in terms of the promotional process within the department. He says that the department is very good at hiring for diversity. Mm -hmm. Their entry level positions are are quite a diverse group. Every year the recruiting class of new officers is quite a diverse group. The gender balance is maybe a bit closer to balanced than some policing organizations ethnically diverse, linguistically diverse. So he's saying, well, the entry-level positions are quite diverse. The senior management ranks don't really reflect the diversity of the city. He was largely talking about the inspector rank and the superintendent rank.
0: So the upward mobility at the VPD seems to be less diverse than recruiting within the VPD.
1: Yeah. According to this complaint. Yeah, And I think, you know, the the police department in their response, they said that diversity at all levels continues to be a priority for them. And they pointed out that I think it was about 36% or something of their senior management ranks were what they described as ethnically diverse. So they didn't directly comment on any elements of the complaint. They said, we're not, it's a personnel matter. We're not going to comment on anything, a personnel kind of HR issue. Mm -hmm. When I spoke with the head of the police union about this complaint, he told me that in his view, the complaint was filed because this staff sergeant was basically just upset that he didn't get promoted to inspector for whatever reason. And he suggested that the complaint was not really credible.
0: So is this being looked at further by the police department or the police board? What's the process here? And ultimately, if they come back and say, yeah, there is actually a problem with how we promote people, what can the police board do?
1: My understanding and the correspondence I got shows some emails back and forth between the mayor as the chair of the police board and this officer. And the mayor was asking the officer to clarify if the officer wanted to have the matter forwarded to the province's police watchdog via office of the police complaint commissioner. And it appears that the officer did not end up requesting that, didn't ask for it to be forwarded to the police complaint commissioner. I got a hold of the officer and he said he couldn't really talk to me. He had never intended to have this sort of aired in the media. He, and he said he couldn't talk to me because he had retained a lawyer and was sort of dealing with it through that way. So there is something ongoing there, but I'm not sure exactly what. And in, in the view of the police board as well, they told me they couldn't comment one way or the other on if any action had been taken by the board, but they said that in their view it's was being dealt with as a personnel matter at this point.
0: What kind of response have you received for a column like this? Because it's sensational, right? The idea that, big, bold headline, institutional racism in Vancouver Police Department. Has there been a lot of people turning around and saying, whoa, 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 wait a second, this is uncalled for. These are, here are some people in the Vancouver Police Department senior ranks who represent the community as a whole, or have there been people that have come forward and said, that's not even the half of it. Check out these issues with the VPD.
1: Well, it's, Still early. You know, the column was just in yesterday's paper, and I'm continuing to hear from more people. But I've certainly received a number of emails about this, including from police and former police. And we'll see what other kind of response we get. But in terms of the public response, I can tell you that some VPD officers took to social media yesterday and didn't respond directly to the article, but seemed to be posting what seemed like a response to the article. There was a constable who posted a bunch of names of uh, senior VPD officers who do come from diverse communities, you know, South Asians, East Asians, and saying, oh, these are wonderful police leaders and look at these people in our organization and diversity in VPD. So there, there was that response. People were coming on saying that. And then there was a the VPD canine unit actually has its own official account. And they put out a tweet yesterday, I guess, a little bit uh, tongue-in-cheek, highlighting an officer feeding Japanese food to a Czech, police dog. I guess a police dog from the Czech Republic.
0: You mentioned earlier, the senior ranks, you know, are 36% from diverse communities. I think was the the phraseology that you had used before. I imagine that comes from police department phraseology. Yeah. Vancouver is a city where there's a majority of people who are from diverse communities, diverse backgrounds. Does Vancouver police have any policy or does the city of Vancouver have any policy about representation within the public service, or is that something that's still, you know, it's not on paper, it it's an ideal that they want to ascribe to, anything along those lines? To
1: be honest, I'm not sure what their written policy is. I do know that the department said to me that diversity continues to be a priority for them at all levels. Mm-hmm. You know, the deputy chief, right, there's there's three deputy chiefs, and one is a woman, one is South Asian, one is East Asian, but the uh, the substance of this complaint was largely looking at the two ranks below that yeah. superintendent and inspector
0: Are there any next steps here for this complaint does it still have to be investigated or is it kind of like this complaint was made nearly a year ago now in late 2020 and mm-hmm. you've got your hands on it now but this has kind of been done and dealt with by the police board
1: Well my understanding is that yeah the officer who made the complaint has hired a lawyer and they're dealing with it and yeah the vice chair of the police board told me it's being processed as a private personnel matter so it's, it's not going to come up at a public board meeting or, or anything like that but mm-hmm. yeah it appears like it's being dealt with privately
0: well it is a, an important issue that sometimes we don't always see what goes on behind the scenes in our police forces across the country it's a bit of insight into that world and how it operates and a fascinating subject Dan thanks for your time thanks a lot for your time thanks for having me Ten three is produced by Sean Knox theme music by Bryce Hall Thanks to my guest, Dan Fomano. More from him at VancouverSun.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.